prophecies have been established to fight a good fight, finish off your enemy, and bring forth an imagination of your future. In this mini-series titled, Church Growth Campaign, Pastor Bonnie Bahati teaches us on 25 prophecies about church growth according to Isaiah 60 verse 22. These prophecies guarantee a future to us and applies to everyone who believes. Be blessed as you listen and implement. So today I want to give you 25 prophecies of the swollen, ah, not swollen, the church growth campaign. 25 prophecies about the church growth campaign. 25 prophecies about the church growth campaign. 1 Timothy 1 verse 8, but I'll only give you 5 because of time. Only 5. 1 Timothy 1 18. First Timothy 1.18 is on the screen. Father, thank you for speaking to us today. We will hear your word. We will understand it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy. Those who don't like calling uh, pastor father. If Paul was addressing Timothy as a son, who was Paul to Timothy? But don't call me father. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, say my pastor and say my Ah, wait, wait. I prefer Pastor Bonnie. That's good. That's a title. Fatherhood is relationship. So he was talking to someone he had a relationship with. So the Bible says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that, my, that by them you may wage a good warfare. Let's read the scriptures together. One, two, three. Uh, 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 one, two, three. Everybody should read. Uh -huh. According to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage. Uh -huh. One, two, three. Having faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected concerning the faith and, sh and suffered. They suffered shipwreck. So my first emphasis on the, my emphasis today is the first part of the scripture. The Bible says, Timothy, I'm writing to you and speaking to you according to the prophecies that were made to you. And those prophecies, I want you to use them to make a good warfare or to wage war. So ladies and gentlemen, any prophecy you receive is a prophecy you're supposed to use to make war with it. So prophecy is a declaration of war. So prophecies don't come to pass without you waging a warfare. I can tell you you'll be a great pastor. You'll be a great businessman. But telling you is one thing. You waging war with that word of prophecy is another story. So a lot of people think that prophets are not true prophets because the prophet has prophesied, but the prophecy has not yet come to pass. And why has it not come to pass? Because the prophet has played his part, but you've not played your part. And your part is the part of what? Waging war. So the work of prophecy is to wage war with it. Remember the work of prophecy is to wage war with it. So in the church growth campaign, there are some prophecies that God gave 
concerning church growth and concerning his church. These prophecies will not come to pass unless we wage war with these particular prophecies. So we use these prophecies as the guns, as the bazookas, as the tankers, in which we go into war with. So we go into war with bazookas called prophecy. We go into war with AK-47 called prophecies. We go into war with tankers called prophecies. So the weapons we are using to wage war is what? The prophecies that have been spoken to us. So anytime I prophesy to you, use that prophecy as a war, as a weapon to fight your war. If you don't wage war with it, that prophecy will lie dormant. Remember, that prophecy will die dormant. You will keep saying, oh, the prophet said it did not come to pass, but you did not wage war. Tell about wage war. Tell them about wage war. I can't tell you about wage war. wage war. So through prophecy, you fight a good fight. Through prophecy, you finish off your enemy. And through prophecy, you can imagine what God has in store for you. Through prophecy, you fight a good fight. Through prophecy, you finish off the enemy. Through prophecy, you can imagine what God has in store for you. So prophecy is for war. Tell about prophecy is for war. No, you're not talking to your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. Prophecy is for war. Prophecy is for finishing off your enemy. Tell your neighbor, prophecy is for finishing off your enemy. How many have enemies here? Look, your greatest enemy is not the person you think is your enemy. We, have a, we all have one common enemy, and it's called Satan. Satan is your arch enemy. Remember, Satan is your arch enemy. Satan is your main enemy. He's your what? So when you're finishing off your enemy, you are fighting against Satan. Because Satan wants the opposite of what God wants for you. If God wants you to live, Satan wants you to die. If God, if God wants you humble, Satan wants you proud. The opposite of what God wants is what Satan wants for you. So you can imagine, God wants you healthy, but Satan wants you to have cancer. I prophesy in the name of Jesus, by the word of prophecy, nobody will have cancer in this place. And if you have any trace of cancer, be healed of it right now. By the word of prophecy, be healed by it right now. So what is prophecy? Prophecy is just speaking for the word of God. So the Bible says that the most sure word of prophecy is the word of God. So what I just read to you, is a more sure word of prophecy. And this word of prophecy guarantees a future. And every believer must believe in these prophecies about church growth that I'm going to talk to you about. Remember, you must believe about these prophecies that pastor will teach us today. So these prophecies speak of the increase of God's people. Don't think that these prophecies apply just to Jews and Israelites. These prophecies apply to everybody. And if anything, the Bible says that we are the new Israelites. We are the new Jew. So anywhere in the Bible where God was addressing the Jew, or God was addressing the Israelites, he is addressing you and me. Do you remember anywhere in the Bible where God was addressing an Israelite or a Jew, he was addressing you and me? How do I know that? Romans 2.28. Romans 2.28. In this church, we believe in the Bible. 
So what the Bible says is what we believe in. And the Bible says, For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. So he was saying, a Jew is not just because you are a Jew outwardly. No. Or a Jew is not just someone who is a Jew who has been circumcised because Jews circumcise their children after, I think, eight days. So that is not the main symbol of being a Jew or the main right that makes you a Jew. Verse, the next verse, then he says, this is the person who is a Jew. But he is a Jew who is one inward. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter whose praise is not from men, but from God. So all of us here, we have been circumcised in the spirit, in our hearts. That has made us become Jews. Because we've been circumcised by the spirit, and not by men. Are we together? So look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you are a Jew. So every prophecy, every promise given to the Jew is given to you. NLT, maybe NLT will make it easy. NLT. The Bible, can we read together what the Bible says? One, two, three, let's all read. No, a true Jew is one whose heart is right. Is your heart right with God? Then you are a true Jew. Is your heart right with God? Talk to me, is your heart right with God? Then you are a true Jew. Uh -huh. And true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Uh -huh. Produced by God's. So circumcision is a change of. Has your heart been changing? Who has been producing that change? The Holy Spirit. That makes you a Jew. So every prophecy in the scripture that is addressed to the Jew, that is addressed to the Israelite, that same prophecy is addressed to you. And if you know, Jews are one of the wealthiest people in the world. Actually, right now, see, I think the richest guy is a Jew. No, no, no. It was is the other guy who was Jeff. Jeff is the one who was coming, but Mike Zuckerberg is a Jew. Right now, so you guys know that a lot of the rich people, the world banks owned by Jews, greatest corporations owned by Jews. Jews are rich. Look, one day you you will travel to Israel. I see you one day flying to Israel. Israel is a, is a desert, but imagine Kenya imports oranges from Israel, and Israel is a desert. Their irrigation system is top neck. Very small country, but very productive. Look, the American army is powered by Jew. Most of the main people who make weapons for them, who design a lot of things, are Jews in the American army. And American army is the superpower of the world, right? But the brains behind it is the Jew. Jew is a small nation that defeated 12 Arab nations. In, is it 72 hours or 72 days? Uh, six, how many days? Six days. Yeah, the six-day war. It was just a newly formed nation. But in six days, it was able to defeat 12 Arab nations who had ganged up against it. That's how strong the, Israeli, the Israelites are because they are a blessed race. And guess what? You are part of that race. You are equally blessed. So every blessing that belongs to the Jew also belongs to you. So any, any blessing... That belongs to the Jew. Belongs to me. So what are these prophecies? Prophecy number one. And the prophecy you believe is the prophecy that works for you. Tell about the prophecy you believe. 
is the prophecy that works for you. Prophecy number one. Do you want to know what number one is? This side, are you sure you want to know? Okay. Prophecy number one. There shall be a rise of mountain-like churches. There shall be a rise of mountain-like churches. There shall be a rise of mountain-like churches. That is the first prophecy given to us by God. And this is the sure word of prophecy. Isaiah 2 verse 2. Isaiah 2 verse 2. There shall be a rise. This church is going to be a mountain. I say this church is going to be a mountain. And when I say the church will be a mountain, I don't speak of the building. I'm speaking of you. Tell me you are the church. So when I say you, the church will be a mountain, I'm saying you will be a mountain. Yes. There's everything good about being a mountain. And nothing good of not, of not being a mountain. Everything good in being a mountain. Because a mountain is towering. It's big. Do you think... You can intimidate Mount Kenya. Eh? Can you move Mount Kenya from its position right now? At Muisongeshe to the East Kiasi. Can you? Can you make a road through Mount Kenya? Is it easy? So is it not good to be a mountain? Talk to me. Is it all good to be a mountain? And guess what? There's a prophecy that we shall become a mountain-like church. I see us becoming a mountain-like church. The Bible says, Now it shall come to pass in the latter days, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and the nations of the earth shall do what? I can't tell you. The, 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 the nations of the earth shall do what? Can we read verse 3 together? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. To the house of God of Jacob, he will teach us his ways, and we shall walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says in the latter days, and these are the days that the Bible was speaking about, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of every other mountain. Now, generally speaking, there are seven mountains of this world. They are called the seven mountains of influence or the seven spheres of influence. Sphere number one, the first mountain, is called the mountain of family. Talk about the mountain of family. That's the first mountain. The mountain, the, sec the second mountain, family, of course, you know what family is, right? I don't need to explain that. Family is between a man and a woman. It's not a man and a man or a woman and a woman. Talk about family. It's not between Karo and Jesh. That's not family. Family is between Mike. Family is between Mike and Linda. Not Mike and Michael. Is that okay? So the first mountain is called the mountain of family. The second mountain is called the mountain of media. The mountain of media. It's media, arts, and entertainment, right? Media, arts, and entertainment. That's the second sphere of influence in the world. So, God expects that some believers will rise onto the mountain of media, arts, and entertainment and influence that mountain and become great people in that mountain. Because these mountains are they that rules the world. These mountains that I'm, I'm talking about. Then the third mountain is called the mountain of government. 
Government is a mountain. God also wants believers to rise in that mountain and influence that mountain. Mountain number four is what? The mountain of religion, which the church falls in. The mountain of religion. Number five, mountain of education. Mountain of education. The, all, the whole world falls in these particular mountains. Everything about the world revolves around these seven mountains. Mountain number six, business. It's called the mountain of business. God expects that you will rise and influence the mountain of business. So each one of us is called to a specific mountain. I remember the scripture says concerning uh, 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 this guy, Caleb, when they had crossed over into the promised land, he told the leader who was, uh, what was his name, Joshua. He told Joshua, Joshua, I know I'm old, but show me my mountain that I may go now and conquer it. I see God showing you your mountain and you are going straight and conquering it. I say you are going straight to conquer it. Yes. Mountain number what? Number seven is what? Which one have I not mentioned? Mentioned education. Oh, I've mentioned that's government. I mentioned arts. Media. I mentioned. Oh, yeah. Art, media and arts is not the same. Media and arts is not the same. The seventh is arts and entertainment. The media is alone. Arts and entertainment is different because that's where music is, musicians, actors, all those things are in that sphere. So God wants you to rise and influence one of these mountains. I see greater lovers rising in every of these mountains. We shall have influencers in every of these mountains. Yes. However, the Bible says, go back to, this is actually what Joshua said. It's okay, let me read first this. The Bible says, therefore, now therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how Akin was there and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord. So give me my mountain. I will drive the people who are in that mountain out because God will be with me. I see God being with you. I say I see God being with you. Uh, I'm saying I see God being with you. And you are going to win that mountain. You are going to influence that mountain. I see you conquering the mountain of education. I see you graduating with a PhD, with a master's degree, with a bachelor's degree. I see you rising in that mountain in the name of Jesus. I see you starting a business in the mountain of business. I see the business growing and becoming a great business. I see you moving across the world, influencing in the name of Jesus. It's going to work. So, uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, uh, Caleb said, give me my mountain. I'm going to go worse into it. And God is going to be with me. I'm going to drive all those people out. Because God is going to be with me. I see you driving people out of every mountain that God has called you to. Because God is going to be with you. However, the Bible tells us in Isaiah that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted on the top of every other. Go back to Isaiah. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the... It shall be exalted above the... So 
was the mountain that will be the greatest in the last days. It's not arts. It's not family. It's not media. It's not government. It's not politics. It's not family. The mountain that will be the greatest is the mountain of the Lord's house. Ah, that should give you hope that if you anchor yourself to the mountain of the Lord's house, when other mountains are sinking low, when other mountains are falling, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted. I say that mountain shall be exalted. I see that mountain being exalted. So if I were you, I would want to attach myself to the mountain that there is a prophecy. This particular mountain will be higher than any other mountain. That's why I tell you that a pastor is more superior than a politician. Because a pastor has influence on earth and in heaven. I have influence in every country of the world. Politicians have certain jurisdiction. You don't expect a politician from Kenya to have a say in Dubai. Or you don't expect to have a, see a Kenyan politician holding a mega meeting in California. But a pastor from Kenya, God can raise him and I see God raising us. Because the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted. And you go and have, you fill a stadium in California. Because the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted on top of every other mountain. So be in your mountain, but still anchor yourself on the mountain of the Lord. Be in education, but still anchor yourself in the mountain of the Lord. Be in politics, but still anchor yourself in the mountain. Because it shall come to pass that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted on top of every other mountain. No mountain can be compared to the mountain of God. No mountain. I'm telling your neighbor, neighbor, I'm talking to you. And I'm telling you, no mountain... No mountain can be greater than the mountain of the Lord's house. So be a lawyer, be a doctor, be a teacher, be a wife, be a husband, but still anchor yourself to the mountain of the Lord's. Because this is the sure word of prophecy. And Timothy said, my son, Paul was speaking to Timothy, my son, wage warfare with the words of prophecy. That was spoken to you earlier. And the words of prophecy spoken to us earlier. Is that the mountain of the Lord's house. Shall be exalted above every other mountain. And people shall flow into it. And this prophecy is repeated twice in the scripture. And the Bible says in Genesis. That when God speaks something twice. What does it mean? It is surely determined to do what? To happen. If you read the book of Genesis. When we were reading it, you saw the Bible says that when God speaks something twice, it means that that particular issue is determined to do what? To happen. So the same, the same prophecy is repeated in, my, in uh, uh, Micah, or Micah, chapter 4, verse 1. Micah. The Bible says, now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains. And it shall be exalted above the hills. And people shall flow into it. You know, one of the most amazing things about the scriptures is that prophet Micah and Isaiah lived in two different times. They didn't even know each other. They lived in different generations. But one was able to prophesy what the other said. 
And that tells me the spirit that was moving them to prophesy was not the spirit of man. It was the Holy Spirit because it is only him who can live transgenerations. So this prophecy is not just an ordinary prophecy. I did not live during the days of Micah. I didn't live during the days of Isaiah. But guess what? I'm still prophesying the same prophecy today. That it shall come to pass in the latter days. That the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains. And it shall be exalted above the hills. And people shall flow into it. So the campaign we are in is a campaign that is backed up by a prophecy. Not just a useless campaign. It's like we are already fighting from the side of victory. We already know the end. You know, it is one thing to fight, and it's another thing to fight from victory. Fighting from victory is ushajua outcome. Nika unaenda interview na ushajua ushachukuliwa. Wanakwambia we come to interview for formality's sake, but the job is yours. So when you are up, you are very confident. You even answer questions how you want. Because you already know the outcome. You know this job is mine, right? But when you go to an interview that you don't know the outcome, how are you? Tense. You are shaking. You are nervous because you don't know the end. Now God has already interviewed us and given us the job and told us the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted on top of every other. So he's saying, join this mountain because you already know the end. Verse 2. Verse 2 quickly. I see you joining this mountain. I say, I see you joining this mountain. This mountain will be great. One day you will come and find that we own five acres of land. We've built a mega cathedral. We've built offices with a TV station, radio station. You'll find multitudes working for the mountain of the Lord. You'll find one in Rongai, another in Machakos, another in Odaya, another in Thika, another in Mogadishu, another in France, another in Belgium. The city of the mountain of the Lord shall be exalted and people shall flow into it. Verse 2, the Bible says, many nations, I say many nations, many nations shall come and say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord. This church, we have many nations. This church, we have Burundians in this church. We have Congolese in this church. We have Sudanese in this church. Which other nation is here? Mokorians, Mongolia. We have Mongolians in this church. What's your problem? We have Tanzanians in this church. We have Ugandans in this church. So we have, I mentioned Sudan. Which nation have I not mentioned? You, are you from Mongolia, you? Maybe you're from Mongolia. So you can see the prophecy is slowly coming to pass. Very soon you'll see people from Sweden in this church. You see others from Belgium in this church. Yes, one day we'll have a Belgium-speaking pastor. Yes, part of the mountain of the Lord's house. Because this prophecy has to come to pass. This prophecy has to come to pass. You will enter this church and find an American in this church. An American pastor. A black American pastor. A white American pastor. Mm, get ready for a revelation. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. That's how they'll be preaching. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Mm, I see the Lord lifting you. I see the Lord changing you. Mm, tap your neighbor, tell everybody, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. Mm, God is changing your life. God is giving you a turnaround. Tell all about the prophecy is coming to pass. Hey, they shall hunger no more. 
and touch no more. I say you shall hunger no more and touch no more. Because the prophecy, I said the prophecy is coming to pass. Yes, the prophecy is coming to pass. This prophecy, you will see it with your eye. Recently they were telling me when we did the love and the mega church camp, I think we were just two years or one year. Two years. And in the camp, I was prophesying and saying, we'll have a church in Thika. We'll have a church in Odaya. We'll have a church in Machakos. We'll have a church in Eldoret. Two years. While we were two years as a church, I was just prophesying. Right now, all those prophecies have come to pass. Because the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above every other mountain. Yes. All those prophecies have come to pass. We have a church in Thika. We have a church in Odaya. We have a church in Eldoret. We have a church in uh, Machakos. We are opening our other church in around June in, Ma in Maseno, in Kisumu. That was another prophecy. The mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above. And who are the pastors of these churches? You are the pastors of this church. The mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above all other mountains. Yes, that's the truth. Prophecies come to pass. And the Bible says there shall be a rise of mountain-like churches. What gives me confidence is that this is a sure word of prophecy. Repeated twice. That's why I anchor myself to the, to the church. I am not important. But when I join the church, I become important. Because I'm anchored myself into something that does not die. Into something that becomes greater and greater and greater. I see you becoming greater and greater. From this church, we shall have bishops who will travel to Amsterdam. Yes, this year we are starting our church in the UK. <laughs> What's the name of that town? Manchester. Our church is Manchester. They are starting maybe in a month or two. In Manchester. Ah, the mountain of the Lord's house. The mountain of the Lord's house. The mountain of the Lord's house. Yes. I don't know why you're not excited as I'm excited. Because I see prophecy coming to pass. And it shall come to pass. That the, in the latter days. That the mountain of the Lord's house. Shall be exalted. Above every other mountain. The truth of the matter is. If the work you are doing. Or the work you will get. Traveling out of this country because of your career is almost zero. But because of the mountain of the Lord's house, I see you preaching in Manchester City. I see you preaching in Manchester City. Or who do you think will be going there to preach? It's you. Yes. Manchester. Then when you finish preaching, you go to Old Trafford and watch your team play. You say, I am here because I'm from Manchester. Hey! Come on, your man. You say, hey! It shall come to pass that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted. And all these churches are being started by young people. The one starting, starting our, our Manchester church is Brian Wanderi. He's the one starting our church. Just a young man ready to serve God. Now you see him becoming great. And one day you see him driving a Ferrari in Manchester, in the streets of London. And you say, Aye. He 
says, and it shall come to pass that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted. Then you'll ask him, how did you get this car? He says, me, I was just preaching one day. When I finished preaching, I walked to the parking. And one of my members told me, Pastor, I felt in my heart I should buy you this car. And these are the keys to your Ferrari, to your Lambo. It shall come to... Messi. Hey! This gives me assurance and joy. Because this is a sure word of prophecy. Yes, in the same year, in this same year, as Harvest Family Ministries, we are starting our church in the U.S. Our missionary is already there. Pastor James Nyoro. In Kansas City. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. I say it shall come to pass. 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 So if I were you, I would anchor myself. Look, you know when we have churches in all these nations, getting visas to those nations is easy. Because it just needs the pastor of that church to write a letter of invitation to you. And you go to the embassy, and you get your visa, and you travel to the UK, you travel to the US. Hey! We had an opportunity to, to open our church in Dubai, but we put a pause on it. The opportunity is there, we have visas ready, everything is ready. We just need to tell somebody now, it's you to go. But we put a pause on it. Because it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains. And these are African churches, a Kenyan church. Young people, sit down. Young people. Not old men. It is you and me. It is a 27-year-old telling somebody to start a church in Manchester. And he says, yes, I'm ready. I'm going to start. Let the army of God arise. With the armor of God arise. Sing and shout to the King of Kings. For nothing's are possible. And nothing's impossible. To me, to me, to me, she knows. What in a life, so to me, see mama. Look, all this we are doing is because of the blood of Jesus and that cross. It has made us important. It has made us important. Who else would have made us important? Who will allow us to lead? Who would allow a young person to lead an organization? Who do you know? The president is appointing 90-year-olds. He's going for them from the house. Yes, and leaving young people. Going for old men and giving them director. But the Lord has chosen young people like us. It shall come to pass. He has said, don't worry about them. The mountain of the Lord's house. Prophecy number one. There shall be a rise of mountain. Number two. You want to know the second prophecy? Are you sure you want to know the second prophecy? There shall be a rise of churches with many people and strong nations. There shall be a rise of churches with many people and strong nations. We've not seen anything yet. This year, our, our goal is to be, as the greater love nation, to be just 2,000 people. But a time is coming, we shall be many people. 
We shall be 20,000 people. 30,000 people. 50,000 people. Yes. This church started with 21 drunkards. 21 drunk, 21 stoners. 21. <laughs> I'm telling you, tell our neighbor, prophecy is coming to pass. Zechariah chapter 8. It started with 21 people. Now we are over 500, 600 people. On Thursday in our love groups, we were 1,000 and 1,099. From 21 people, we were 1,099. Tumeshinda kwa jina la Yesu tumesimama kazi ya msalaba tumeshinda there shall be a rise of strong churches, of many people, and strong nations. There shall be a rise. One time you'll walk in and find that Pastor Mark is a bishop of 3,000 people with a cathedral respected by everybody including you to see him to see him will be very hard to me Salaba is making us great. That's because of making war with a prophecy. Yes, we are just making war with prophecy. And you've seen nothing yet. You've seen, tell me you've seen nothing yet. We are still in a Mabati structure. You've not come when we've built our cathedral. When we've won, we've won the battle of owning land. We are owning land. We have cars. We have houses. Aye. Aye. mountain of God, you don't lose. You don't lose. There is no way the church will own land and you don't have land. What, what you do for God, God will do for you. I see you owning properties. You'll have properties in Manchester. Look, I know of a church. I know of a church. The pastors and members of that church, anywhere they have a church, the members of that particular church, they have houses in those cities. They have houses in America they don't live in. They go for holiday there. Yes, when they are going for their camps. They travel from Africa, it's an African church, to America and go and sleep in their houses in America. Church was started by young people. 
university students in 1984. Right now, those students own jets, private jets, private jets. They are pastors and businessmen. They are pastors and doctors. They are pastors and lawyers. They are pastors and teachers. They own jets. I was in their church. Young people. I went to sit down. I went to one of those churches. They are church, they are church for young people. When I went at the parking, I was showing some people the pictures. I said, hey, this is the prophecy coming to pass. Uh, give me prophet Zechariah. Zechariah, quickly. The Bible says there shall be a rise. Hey. Again, the word of the Lord. Again, the word of the Lord of hosts came saying. Mm -hmm. Can we read it together? for Zion and I told you the church of God is called what? Zion, Mount Zion the heavenly Jerusalem so God is saying I am zealous for Zion with great zeal with great favor I am zealous for her, jump to verse 21 God, so God is saying iktu nafanya church naifanya na zeal kujua zeal ni nini? excitement excitement fever courage Bible says the inhabitants of one city shall go to another. That is exactly what is happening. The inhabitants of Rongai have gone to Manchester City. The inhabitants of Rongai have gone to Manchester City. The inhabitants of Rongai have gone to Maseno Kisumu. The inhabitants of Rongai have gone to Tika. The inhabitants of Rongai have gone to Machakos. The inhabitants of Rongai have gone to Eldoret. The inhabitants of Rongai have gone to Odaya. They shall go to another city. And what will they go there saying? Come, let us continue to go and pray before the Lord and seek the Lord of hosts. I myself will go also. Uh -huh. Yes, many people, strong nation, shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and to pray. This campaign we are in is not a fake campaign. It is a campaign backed up by prophecy. Strong nations and many people. Yes. Now very soon, maybe when we'll be doing our mighty, mighty foundations camp for next year, we'll have people coming all the way from the UK for the mighty foundations camp. This year we'll have people coming from Tika. They were not here last year. Last year we had people coming from Machakos. We had people coming from Eldoret. Every year it is increasing. This year we have people coming from Tika. We'll have people coming from Kisumu. Yes, and who knows, next year you'll have people coming from the UK. Many nations, strong nations. And who knows, maybe your husband may not be in Rongai, but he's in Manchester. He's in Manchester. Hey! Maybe your wife may not be in Rongai, but he's in Dika. Maybe your wife is not here, but he's in Eldoret. To Meshinda. And many people. Because this is prophecy being fulfilled and this is not human prophecy this is prophecy moved by the spirit of God sure prophecy we will have a church in Eastlands Amen. Yeah. Yes. I'm telling you one day I, I keep saying this and I'll say it again this is prophecy one day the greater love church yes. will decide who becomes the president yes. he will be among us the president of this nation will be a greater lover 
write it down. In our lifetime, we will see it. We will see it practically. In our lifetime, we will have a, a, a what is that? The Attorney General. Among the first lady attorney generals of Kenya will be a greater lover. First, it shall come to pass that strong nations, strong nations, you know when the Bible speaks of strong nations, it speaks of places where it's not easy to enter. It not only speaks about people, it speaks of, of, of jurisdictions that are very hard to enter. And those things that I've just mentioned, it's hard to get them. But because of the power of God, you will see practically coming to pass. You see practically coming to pass. I say you will see practically coming to pass. It shall come to pass. And it will be so good if you are a greater lover at that time. And the president of that nation sits in the same service with you. You have his personal number. Because you made relationship with him before he became president. You used to talk to him every day. You used to chat with him every day. Now he is president. Nothing has changed. You still have his personal contact. To machine. This is prophecy. This is prophecy. Yes. What, what gives me confidence? What gives me confidence? If God could raise this church from 21 drunkards, from what gives me confidence? From 21 drunkards in a smoky dining room. If God could do that in four years, what will God do in 30 years? What will God do in 20 years? What God will do in 20 years? To you will see in this church we'll have Chinese nationals who are greater lovers. Yes. Take it to the bank. If Jehovah is alive and in greater love nation, in greater love nation, we'll have Chinese nationals who have stopped their, their idol worship and are now worshiping the true God. We'll have Russians. Russian. Yes. People speaking in Russia. Sit down. I know a church of young people. You see, in Russia, in Russia, it's very hard to have church. It's a strong nation. You cannot just enter there and start church. But I know a church, an African church, a church of young people, pastor, in Russia. An African church in Russia with like 300 people. An underground church. In Russia, I saw them singing the choir song. I said, My God, this is church in Russia. <laughs> I said, Prophecies are true. You shall see a rise of strong nations. People going into strong, go back to Zechariah. Pe many people going into strong nations. They will say, Let us go to the God. Quickly, brother. Yes, many peoples, strong nations shall come to seek the God of hosts in Jerusalem and pray. This prophecy will come to pass. You will see it with your own eyes. 
It will be sad if you will not be there. It will be sad. You, you are with us in the hard days. When the days are getting softer, you are not there. I pray that everybody hearing this voice will be there that day. When we shall be singing and saying our church in Russia has 10,000 people, you'll be part of us. Yes, you'll be traveling. This, this organization, the Greater Love Church, will be a global organization. We will be global, you will see. We are small right now. But our vision is big. Because the God backing our vision is a bigger God. The Bible says, for who that is with us is greater than he that is against us. He of this world is less compared to he that is with us. And we are walking with his prophecies. Son Timothy, wage war with the words of prophecy. Wage war. And I'm waging war with those words of prophecy. There shall be a rise of churches with many people and strong nations. Prophecy number three. Prophecy number three. There shall be a rise of little ones. Many little ones will turn into thousands. There shall be a rise of little ones. And many little ones will turn into thousands. When Angana upon a BBIT, BBID will only help you if you anchor yourself to the mountain of the Lord's house. Be, your, be a doctor. I'm not telling you not to be a doctor. This church actually is a church driven with lay people. All these people here are career people. All of them are career people. From here, this, what is your degree in, my dear? Conservation biology. She works for, what's the name of that place? Furniture something. Victoria Coates. This one, what's your degree? Conservation biology. What's your profession? Contractor. He works for, he has his company, he builds flats. This one, psychology. Counseling psychology. Does his own things. This one, lawyer. LLB, right? This one, literature. He's a teacher, a literature teacher. This one, what did you do? Her, her bachelor's is project or oh, environmental science. I don't know. I'm a pastor now. I'm not a husband. Environmental science. Her master's is project management. This one. This one. Your degree is journalism. Works. Different place. This one. Public relations. Works. They have they they their company. All these ones. So I'm not telling you to stop doing what you're doing. The other ones are still in they are still in school. But even them, they are studying. They are shaping their careers. What are you doing? BIT. BBIT. The famous one. Without Jesus. Criminology and forensics. Without Jesus, you'll be arrested. What did you do? Public relations. What did you do? IT. What, did you, what are you doing? Eh? This one is already finished school and is working. Sindio. Without Jesus, BBIT. All this. So I'm not telling you to stop doing what you are doing. This church is driven by lay. So you can be a lawyer and a pastor. Siwangari is a lawyer and a pastor. She's being admitted to the bar this year. She'll be an advocate of the high court. She'll be saying, I'm an advocate of the high court and a pastor. It's possible. Be a doctor. Where is that doctor friend of mine? Or he's outside. 
You, you see, you can be a doctor. You can be called Doctor Who. Come. Doctor Kisia. Isaka. Doctor Kisanga. Eh? He is called Timothy. He'll be called Doctor Timothy. But before Doctor, there'll be Pastor Timothy. He'll be a pastor and a doctor. Yes, he maybe he might be our. You need, you need, you know, in America, doctors are paid highly. He might be our doctor in America. Yes, and a pastor there. There's a certain lady here, my friend. She's doing nursing. I know that if you become faithful, you finish nursing and make sure we take you to America. So she'll be there as a pastor and a nurse. Yes, there in America. This one will be Pastor Timothy. Pastor and doctor. There shall be a rise of little ones. Little ones shall become thousands. Little ones shall become thousands. Yes. Little ones shall become. Isaiah 62 verse 20. Isaiah 60 verse 20. Thank you, Dr. Timothy. You will see practically coming to pass. One day you will meet him and say, my name is Dr. Timothy. But before I'm a doctor, I am a doctor of heavens. I deal with heavenly armies. I can pray for you and treat you. Yeah. Read first Timothy. My son Timothy, wage war with the words of prophecy. Anatibu ugonjwa na mapepo. Anatibu ugonjwa anatoa mapepo. Unapona maramoja? Yes. Bishop Doug is a medical doctor and a bishop. A bishop of the largest church that I know. Pentecostal movement. He has cardiologist doctors who are bishops. The guy who, who he does uh, uh, his healing Jesus campaign with, he's a heart surgeon. And he's a bishop. He's a heart surgeon. And you will not know. They, if you see them, they look like they have nothing. But when, if you want to know they have something, you wait for them when they're leaving. You see the cars they live with. Because when they come, they park their cars far, you will not know. So you might, and they, they have just black trousers and, and, and loafers. They just look simple. But when you look at them, when they are living, you say, hey. You say, hey. That's when you know. It's the keyboardist. You see, like Pastor Genio. The keyboardist drives a Q7 Audi. Latest model, I think it was 2018 or 2019. Young man, 23, 24. Audi, your father does not have that one. He can't drive 2018. What are you 2018? Kenya to Nigeria 2015. 2015 and 2014. It's called oh, the other one is oh, yeah. This one is called Genio Boy. Genio Boy. JB. Genio Boy. Look, the Bible says. Ah no, go back to Isaiah. Isaiah 60:22. The Bible says a little one shall become. A thousand, a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. There shall be a rise of little ones, and little ones shall become thousands. This church started when I was 21 years. 21 or 22? 22. I think 21 or 22. I can't remember. 27 minus 4 years. 23. Started when I'm 23. 22. Started when I'm 22 years. This church. A little one has become a thousand. A little one has become a thousand. 
there shall be a rise of little ones. You're not too young to serve God. You're not too young. The comparison. There'll be no comparison if anything. Because the Bible speaks of, of, of young men who are called into the king's palace. And they were told, you guys, the king has called for you. So there are two conditions. You bow to the ways of the Chaldeans and live by their terms and eat the food of the Chaldeans and live like the world. In short, they were being told, bow to the world because they're in Babylon. And Babylon speaks of the systems of the world. Bow to the systems of the world. Become like the world. Pursue everything the world has to offer. Or refuse that and be starved of the world and just be given cabbage. They were given salads. And the Bible says there were three Hebrew boys, Daniel, Meshach, and Abednego. They said, for us, we will not defile ourselves with the king's delicacies. We will not defile ourselves with what the world has to offer. We will take cabbage. We will take salad. And after a few days, how many days? After 10 days, come and check. And the Bible records, after 10 days, when they came, the distinction was clear. Because the Bible says, and you shall return. And there shall be a difference between those who serve God and those who don't. So give those who have chosen to serve God with me, give them 10 years and give yourself, then you shall return. You will see this prophecy. A little one shall become a thousand. You will still be walking, they will be driving. I'm saying you will still be walking, they will be driving. They will be living in nice houses, you will still be in your bed sitter. But if you choose to serve God, that shall be your story. When others are walking, you are driving. When I, look, to be honest, I don't, I don't, see, Juangi Mafte Mepanda, Mahungi Mepanda. I cannot tell you the price of it. God has blessed me because of serving him. I know those stories because of social media. That's when I see, ah, Juangi Mepanda. Mayai Mepanda. And when Mayai, I know because of Wambo. She tells me, Mayai Mepanda. I, I, they are not, they, I don't go to fuel my car. Then I check, by the grace of God. I don't, I just say, where can And they put. I don't use the, I don't use the cheapest police. I fuel in one petrol station. Rubies, that's where I go. I don't begin. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Because I chose to serve God. Now a little one has become a thousand. Actually, I'm not paid by the church. I'm not on salary. I'm a lay pastor. I'm not on salary. But God has blessed me far much more. God has blessed me far much more. There's nowhere in the world right now if I want to go. I will not be able to go. Recently, I was told by my father. He had left the country. He told me, can you, can you find a flight now and come in the evening? I was ready to, to, to fly. Sorry that I could not find a flight. I was ready to fly. I told my wife, pack for me. I'm leaving the country this evening. I called the, the guy who, who does my booking. Find me a flight. I'm leaving this evening. We could not find a flight. That is God. I just, my wife told me, ah, you're saying you're leaving the country like you're going to Kisumu. I told him, when the Lord blesses you, a little one becomes a thousand. A little one becomes a thousand. Me, guy, me, I used to walk from Rangau. You know Rangau? Far, far, all the way to exciting where our HQ is. Every morning, six, I would walk. I would live there at 5. So at by 6.30, I'm in Rongai, in the church, praying. We had to have money. You see how we have prayer clinic at 6? Those prayer clinics is what made me. It's what made me. I was there. And, and, and me, I used to go to church to pray every single day, from Monday to Monday. They would find me there. People with cars, the else who used to come, they would find me praying. I had nothing. 
When I left my father's house, I left with clothes. With clothes only. Now, by the grace of God, a little one has become a thousand. I live like a king. By the special grace of God. By the special grace of God. Because I chose to follow Jesus. I said, you guys, give yourself ten years. Me, I'll give myself ten years. Now, the people who we were with, my peers, who decided to follow another path, when they see me, they hide. When they see me, they hide. Because of embarrassment. The people I play golf with are millionaires. They are not my... They tell me, you know me, I'm twice your age. So, Chesa Vizuri, Sunishinde. That's how they intimidate me. I'm twice your age. Chesa Kidogo, Tulia, Tulia. What changed? I chose to, to, to hang. And Pastor Aki unajifanya? No, I'm just testifying. Ukisikia unajifanya, check your heart. Ukona shida. Ukona shida. Karo, nekachafu. Kamati ya rochafu inapadalanga koro yako. Inapadalanga koro yako. Headquarters ni ro yako. Hapo ndiyo hichikiu. Angalia ro yako. It's called the mirror effect. Look. What, what, what changed? I chose to follow the path of serving Jesus. I chose that path. I chose that path. Look at me now. Talking to my generation. Influencing my generation. Look at me now. And the best is yet to come. Yes, I have become a light to my generation. A little one shall become. And we started as I was just past teenage. 22 ni past teenage. So 19. So 20, 20, 21, two years past teenage. While my peers were busy, I was telling somebody recently, you know me when I was watching something on, on YouTube, on how people in campus, you call, you, what are those called? You, what is that thing I was telling you? Atka, how you, you send fair, then somebody comes, Naboda. How you see how, guy, how you guys do, you send fair, then call girls, yeah. You call her and send her fair, then she comes. And you do what you want to do. I told, I told a certain guy, you know me, I, I, I was not able to do these things. I told her, I have not done any of these things by the grace of God. I have never sent anyone fair. Nobody has eaten my fair, only my wife. And she has not eaten. Like I'm saying, now she eats. Yes, you now you use my fair. <laughs> eh? Oh, you eat money, not fair. I, even her when we were dating, I never sent her there to come to my house. Never. I never did all those things. I looked like a fool, by the way. When I look back, now, by then, you can make chapa. According to the standards of the world. But now, you can make But now, who else can make do you have that bit? <laughs> ah, you. Oh, no, oh, me. So me la How come it's a liwa? I look like, I, I'm asking myself, who is laughing now? Those guys can't come close to me. They can't come. I'm telling you, they see me, they hide. But me, I go to talk to them. I say, ah, niaje. Something. I say, Kunyo Chai. A little one, a little one has become. Will you follow Jesus? Well, this is a sure prophecy. 
This is a sure prophecy. If I have become, you can become. I am a reflection of your future. If you just walk in the path I've walked in, you just walk in the path I've walked in. Look, the houses we live in, Pastor Mark was telling me, some guys were saying, the houses we live in. I will not even say what, what Pastor Mark told me. I said, but, but, but we chose Jesus. We chose Jesus. One of them died last week. She slept and never woke up. Because these were my friends since. Because is there a restaurant in Nairobi we can't go to? We don't budget. I call them. We go to exclusive restaurants where you cannot go enter. Even those, even exclusive. Because a little one has become a thousand. Will you serve Jesus? It's just a matter of time. You give up too fast. You want me to zarakaraka. How long did we have to wait? We were there, waiting. And, and by the way, while we were serving God, we were not serving God with an end in mind. Because we didn't even know. We didn't even know that there's a better life. Like we thought the life we are living is the best. We were not serving with God. God That was not our mind. We were serving God just because we loved him. And that is the same attitude you should have. Serve him because you love him. Not because you are saying, eh, your life it change. Z, you would change. Because your heart is wrong. You are serving God. You are using God as supermarket. I like what the movie stars say. God is supermarket. Serve God. Love him. And God looks at the heart. He looks at the heart. So you see someone else is being blessed and you're not. Because the Bible says, give and it shall be given back. So Last week A little one shall become a thousand. And we become a thousand. We become a thousand. By the grace of God, we become a thousand. And this church is becoming a thousand. This prophecy is coming to church upon this church. I'm saying, rather, this prophecy is coming to pass upon this church. Yes. Tumezingirwa na majeshi ya minguni Tumezungupo kumungu Tumezingirwa na majeshi ya minguni Tumezingirwa na uwepo wa kumungu Tumezungupo na majeshi ya minguni Zingiro <laughs> So if I were you, but I could scare the buyer, I would be inspired. 
Niseme, if God can do it for him, he can do it for me. The same God then is the same God now. I say the same God then is the same God now. If he can do it for him, he can do it. Me, I didn't have an opportunity to go to campus directly like you. I had to fight my way. It is God who took me through campus. I could not afford school fees. You, you're looking at me here. I could not afford school fees. I dropped out. Went back again. That's how I ended up having whatever I've done. Where were you going to opportunity? Come back and help. Me, I, I, I don't believe in loans, so I don't take loans. I said, Lord, if you not take me to school, what I can? I stayed for two years without going to school. Two years. Because I'm going to go to church. I was a packing boy. I was in the protocol. And I would pack with joy. With joy. Because I'm going to do reflector. I love you singing. I don't know now all those people who are doing that to me, now they look up to me. <laughs> Same people, they look up to me. They say, hey, Pastor Boni, will you pity our happy? Tumezungu kwa na majeshi ya mbinguni. Tumezingirwa na uwepo wa komoko. That's what I tell them. Mimi ni majeshi ya mbinguni tu. I chose Jesus. When you are choosing kupiga shere, and look, you see what I'm saying right now? Right now it looks like a story. But 10 years from now, it will be someone's reality. It will be someone's reality. You'll be saying, we were seated with Ivy in the same church. Ivy alikuwa laka hapa, amini alikuwa laka hapa. Ivy, kulienda aje? Ulipitia wapi? Ulipitia wapi? The prophecy of this church becoming a great church is coming to pass. Yes, from 21 people to 1,000 and something last year. Why will you not believe Jesus? Prophecy number four. Prophecy number four. A little one shall become what? A thousand. You're small right now. You don't look like it. Look at the church in in Manchester. That church will be a mega church. In no time you'll be going there, you'll find whites. A black guy from Rongai is talking to white man, preach on. And maybe the accent has already changed. Because it changes because of environment. How do British speak? With the Mapua thing. You'll see them next year when they come. Mapua mefungwa, Mapua. Mapua mefungwa. Prophecy number four. There shall be a rise of churches that shall not be few and churches that shall not be small. There shall be a rise of churches that shall not be few and churches that shall not be small. That's why we are doing this Solemn Sunday campaign. We are walking with prophecy. We are participating with God to fulfill prophecy. That's why we are saying we have to come with our two souls to show God. God, me, I'm with you in this thing. I'm on your side. There shall be a rise of churches that shall not be few and churches that shall not be small. You're telling God, God, me, I'm with you, Nikotimiako. I'm in your team. 
So when you're taking care of your team, remember I'm a team member. I'm with you. I'm with you. And you can be sure God is not leaving you. Yes, the Bible says if you gather with me, you are with me. But if you scatter with me, or rather if you're not gathering with me, you are scattering. So if you're not with me, you are against me. So gather with me if you're with me. And if you're gathering with God, God has to take care of you, Victor. He has to take care of you. He has to make sure that all your needs are met. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, there shall be a rise of churches that shall not be few and shall not be small. Yes, you'll see the church in Manchester growing. 1,000 people, 2,000 people. You see the church in Thika growing. 1,000 people, 2,000 people, 3,000 people. Yes. Church in Maseno growing. It goes into Uganda. It goes into Rwanda. Like that, it keeps on growing. It becomes a mega church. You see, someone has become a regional bishop. Pastor, prophecy is true. God is true. God is true. One thing I know about God, the word of God, the Bible says, is a sure prophecy. It will never, it will never come and just remain like that. The Bible says, then out of them, go back to, before we read this Peter, we, let's go back to Ezekiel. Read Ezekiel. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Jeremiah. One, two, three, can you read together? I can't hear you. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Then out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of those who make merry. Why will they be giving thanks? Because prophecy of which shall not be few has come to pass. So the voices will be, God, thank you that you promised us and you've done it. Then I will multiply them and they shall not diminish. Not only will I multiply them, I will glorify them. They shall not be small. So God says he will glorify you. As it is right now, you're not glorified. glorified. Ni chemical hiyo. That is pure chemical. Ikikuaje? It's a weapon. Ikikubleach. Unaweza kuona kama unaweza kuwa mweupe hapa unasema ai. Ai. Ala. Ama ni super glue unapaka inakwama. Una unapaka alafu ukifanya hivi. Eh? Aha. Isongi. As it is, you're not glorified. Do you know that? Please, unaishi. Unakopanga. Ujai wanaisha kwa nasimu. And you know it. You look like you are glorified, but you know. You're not glorified. Ama naonge uongo. Nikweli. Umevaa Arise and Shine. Najue botik. You know that boutique called Arise and Shine? Ekeye Mtumba. Inama boutique. You're not glorified. You're not glorified. 
You're wearing, you are wearing an inheritance. <laughs> you're wearing an inheritance. <laughs> yeah. It looks good, eh? But someone died. So that you can have clothes. <laughs> Nobody had to die for you to have clothes. <laughs> are you glorified? Are you glorified? No. Even the hair you are wearing. It's, not, it's plastic. It's not human hair. It's plastic. Sasaba sayu nanda kumia. Nanda kufanya hivi tu. Unaumia. Unasikia ta, ta, ta. Static energy on your hair. Coming from where? <laughs> You're not glorified and you know it. The makeup you are wearing. It's not genuine. It's not original makeup. The man said, "Mother, I can go brown. Apa shading gine? Apa shading gine? Na apa shading gine? Lakini wezi yona. Ona no kutu sawa. It's true. You're not glorified. You look like a cheetah. The spots. Different shades on your face. When we look at you, we say, "Aye." Are you a cheater? <laughs> we look again and say, hey. Why do you look again? Like when you're not evil. <laughs> we don't look each other. <laughs> we don't look each other. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, neighbor. All that is for people who are not glorified. But the Bible says there shall be arise a church that shall not be small. A church that shall be multiplied and a church that is glorified. A church that is glorified. There's nothing to glorify this God in being a Mabati. Okay, it's good. People think this building is nice. But there's something better than this. I would want to be in an air-conditioned cathedral. One day you'll walk into our air-conditioned cathedral. Air-conditioned. You'll not be feeling heat. You wait and see what God will do. Because the Bible says this is a sure prophecy. There shall rise a church of people who shall not be small and people who shall not be few. I will multiply them. I will glorify them. And who will God use to multiply? It's you. It's you. While you're working for God, God is multiplying your business. While you're working for God, God is multiplying your career. While you're making sure that the house of God is multiplying, God is making sure that your business is multiplying. What you do for God, tell me what you do for God. God will cause men to do for you. That's what the Bible says, give and men shall give back. When you are giving, you are giving to God. But when God is returning it, he touches men to do it for you. So when you see you are enlarging the house of God, just know God will or in your career to make sure your business or your career is enlarged. This is the year of great increase. Your career has to increase. I see your career increasing. You are rising in ranks. You are an intern. You are being hired in the name of Jesus. You are being hired in the name of Jesus. You are on contract. They are giving you a permanent and impressionable position. Yes. God is rising you. You are looking for internship. You have it in the name of Jesus. Your business makes a sale of 1,000 per day. God is doubling it in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that God shall multiply them. So God will look at you and say, you're 1,000. I'm going to multiply you by five. 
You see, multiplication is stronger than addition. Look, in the normal progression of life, people work through additions. In the normal progression, is additions. Right? Ulikuwa na hagarika moja, unaongeza kengine, unatoa moja. Unauza, so of course. Si unauza hii, ununue hii. That's the normal progression. Ulikuwa na nguo tatu, unavaa tatu zinachapa, unavaa mbili zinachapa, ununua zingine mbili, unatoa zingine. So the normal progression of life is addition. But when it comes to God, God says, He says, I will do what? So God does not work with additions. God works with multiplication. That's why the Bible says, one day looks like a thousand days before God. And a thousand days looks like, because God, God can change your life in a day. Because it's about multiplication. About multiplication. I see God multiplying you. I see God multiplying your love group. I see God multiplying your zone. I see God multiplying this church. From 500 to 1,000. From 1,000 to 2,000. From 2,000 to 3,000. From 3,000 to 5,000. God shall multiply you. Go, I'm saying God will multiply you. Yes. God will multiply you. And I've told you the quality of your church dictates the quality of... Tell about the quality of your church dictates the quality of your life. Why do you think Indians are always living by their temple? They build homes by their temples. Because they always know that their life is determined by the quality of their temple. That's why they put gold in their temple. Floor is gold. Current, you see. Why do you think they are Hey, they are wasting money. People are people who worship cows are putting gold on the floor. On the floor. For cows. For cows. An image. land. Why should we spend 20 million buying land? Why should we? Now, one of my Karen, I'm going to buy 100 million. Why would I not do the same for my God? I will do far much more for God. The Bible says, There shall rise churches that shall not be few, that shall not be small. Do you want to be part of that church? Talk to me. Do you want to be part of that church? God is giving you an opportunity during this solemn Sunday to participate in this campaign of church growth. Make sure these prophecies are being fulfilled in your life. See them. Join God. Say, God, I'm going to join you. I'm going to work with you. The Bible says, come learn from me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come learn of me. Come walk with me. Ebu put message Bible for that scripture in Matthew. Come walk with me. Walk in step with me. Learn from me. For my burden is easy and my yoke is light. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. God is saying, come work with me. Come walk with me. Then watch me how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Grace is giving you what you don't deserve. And these rhythms are unforced. Easy. Easy. I'm a magician. Kidogo, kidogo, limona akika ivi. Kidogo, kidogo, nona akosawa. That is grace. 
kidogo kidogo alikuwa alikuwa maskini kidogo kidogo alikuwa mdosi unasema ah illuminati unasema ameingia wash wash it's the unforced rhythm of grace you can't explain it so jesus is saying come walk with me come walk with me i won't lay anything heavy or ill fitting on you sita kufanyia kitu kibaya just come walk with me come learn how i do things come see how i do things easy with me i'll make it sweet with you That's what the Bible says. Come walk with me. Will you walk with God? Will you walk with God? Will you fulfill your commitment to God? Do you remember the commitment you wrote to God? Will you fulfill it? God is saying, "Come walk with me, pastor." Kasioka, walk with me. Motuko, Nyagothie, Otis, Ochieng, come walk with me. Walk in step with me. 